Welcome to the podcast that takes you back in time to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. Get ready to go beyond the bell. With your host, ring announcer, Sean Beckerman. Hulkamania has arrived in World Championship Wrestling. This week on Beyond the Bell, we cover the beginning of the Hulkamania era in WCW. Welcome to WCW 101, the history of World Championship Wrestling. I'm your host, Sean Beckerman, and this edition covers the monumental arrival of the immortal Hulk Hogan in WCW. We go back in time to relive the Flair Hogan feud that we missed so much in the WWF. Also, we relive the Dungeon of Doom, Ricky Steamboat's retirement, the Renegade, and the debuts of the giant Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Follow the events leading up to the historic meeting between Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner that led to the biggest decision in WCW and professional wrestling history. All this and more after this quick break. The Hulkamania era begins in WCW. I have a question for my old school friends and family. Are you members of the network yet? No, not that network. The High Spots Network. The best in independent wrestling today. The High Spots Wrestling Network is your home for all things wrestling. Stream your heart out with the best videos in independent wrestling today. Full events featuring PWG, NEW, PWX, WSU, CZW, $5 Wrestling, and much, much more. If you're a fan of shoot interviews, this is the network for you. Catch original series such as The Kevin Steen Show, Old School with Steve Carino, Best Friends with Chuck and Trent, documentaries, matches, women's wrestling, and so much more. No limits. Watch unlimited streaming videos anytime, anywhere, from any supported device. There is tons of content. Enjoy over 500 videos, over 1,400 hours of professional wrestling. The exclusive access level is for subscribers only, and that access gives you exclusive video content via the official Roku app for the High Spots Wrestling Network. It's available in the Roku store, all for just $9.99. No commitment, cancel at any time. Go sign up now at www.highspotswrestlingnetwork.com. Become a member of the largest independent wrestling network on the internet today. Welcome back to Beyond the Bell. All right, fans, I'm on location, Disney World in Orlando, Florida. 
This is the setting for the television series Thunder in Paradise, starring an old friend of ours, Hulk Hogan. Whoops, as a matter of fact, if our cameras can pull, I believe I see the Hulkster right here. Hey, Hulk, Hulk. What do you want, little man? What is this? Hold on, what is this? You've got to be the double. Chris Lemon, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Where's the Hulkster? Hold on, brother, hold on. Whoa. Don't you ever, don't you ever call him little man, brother. This is the big dude. If I ever catch you doing that again, I'll shave your head bald just like mine. And so you better watch out, brother. But me and Gene, I heard that you were at the sound stages right next to mine here at Disney and MGM. And I had a sneaking feeling that you'd come sneaking up on me here. You think I wouldn't? Look at Brutus. Is this paradise this or what, brother? Check it out. We've got Chris Lemon here, the star of the show with Hulk Hogan. He's a Navy SEAL. We've got our Thunderboats. We've got all the good-looking girls, man. We've got Doug Swartz over here, the director. If you pan the camera way over there in the middle of the beach, oh, that's man. not a mountain, brother. Uh, that's, that's an old the, friend of ours. That's the shock master in disguise over there. He's helping us out today. And the guy next to him with the turban on his head, that's Sting's stunt double. Because we didn't want Sting to get hurt out here with a Hulkster beating on him. But anyway, we're here in paradise, me and Gene. Things are going really great here. And we even fooled you as long as you've known me, well, brother. I can't believe that you thought that guy right there was Hulk Hogan, Well, dude. he sure looked like it from the back, but i got to tell you something, Hulkster. Things really look to me like they're going great for you and the entire crew here on Thunder and Paradise. Everybody is talking about this television series. Well, well you know, if you I hang around for a while, we might be able to belly you up to the bar here, Gino, because I well, know... I would never do that. Just a second. What's this? Hold it. Bobby Heenan. I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt, but I can ask... mean to interrupt. Well, I can ask a question. Well, I'm with him. I gotta ask you a question. I mean, you're I... not with me. You had to get in some other way. Well, I got a friend at the gate, but that's not important. But I gotta ask you a question. You've done it all in professional wrestling, so you think. Now you've become a great television star. You got a real hot hit show here going now. But isn't there some unfinished business you've left behind well, in your wrestling career, Hogan? Well, you know something, there are a lot of people around here that say, Hulkster, when are you going to get back in the ring? All the kids running around the beach say, Hulk, you're the greatest ever was. When are you going to do the thing again? But as far as you're concerned, Heenan, over the last 14 or 15 years, every one of your men you threw in my face, I left them laying. So as far as my business with you goes, you never had a chance in the first place. What kind of unfinished business hey. are you talking about anyway, Heenan? Well, I'm not, uh... Now, all of a sudden, you're, 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 you're well, what, making what, excuses. No, no, what were no, you talking no, about no. specifically, Heenan? What well, I'm specifically talking about you're is... you're putting your glasses well, on, get an right attorney. Here. Right. Just a minute. What I'm specifically talking about is, if, if, if I was the, the, the great star that you were, I wouldn't leave things unfinished. I would take care of business. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Do I have to write it in the sand? I think what he's saying, Hulk Hogan, we saw the cover of Pro Wrestling Illustrated... And on the cover, there was a shot of you and Rick Blake. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I don't like to put words in people's mouths, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know the brother's on top of the world right now, dude. I know he's styling and profiling limousines and Learjets and all that stuff. And I know I have to live with that every day, but right now I've got another agenda going here, brother. I've got Thunder in Paradise. But I can tell you one thing, Heenan. If something happens, I get back in the ring. I'm going to go right to the top one more time. And when I do get back in the ring, brother... Me and Gene is going to be the first man I let know what I'm doing. How about that, Heenan? Well, when, do I, when do I get the scoop? You yeah, you'll get the scoop at the end of this, brother. That's when you'll get the scoop. And what you going to do, Heenan, when Hulk Hurricane Hogan runs wild on you, brother?
let's rewind back to chapter 7, the end of that popular chapter. We discussed Eric Bischoff going after the hottest free agent in professional wrestling, the immortal Hulk Hogan. He officially signed Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania is now a part of World Championship Wrestling. We ended the show off with a meeting that was scheduled between Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner. This is where they discuss a decision that was made that would change professional wrestling forever. Now, let's rewind back before this meeting to the year 1994, just when Hulkamania was entering WCW. He was a visionary. He was sharp enough to listen. To what the guys were talking about, they wouldn't listen to me or you, whoever was in charge. When Bischoff got his job, he walks in the office the first day, he sits down, man, he's just, he's on cloud nine. He calls me, he says, hey Mike, come here. So I get up out of my office, I walk in, he said, if you were running this company, what would you do? I said, we're having a hard time getting crowds where we shoot our TV show. So I said, before I came to work here, my partner Steve Kern spent almost a year romancing the people at Universal Studios to put a wrestling show that they would pay us to put the wrestling show in Universal and be a part of their park. You could shoot you know, 26 episodes in, in a short period of time and days and you have a fresh audience every hour. Take a look at this crowd ready to go here at Disney MGM as WCW Worldwide begins a new chapter from the Disney MGM Studios. At that time we were doing three or four clashes a year on TBS and two or three pay-per-views a year. Here on TBS Live from St. Pete, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the Clash of the Champions. We had like a $300,000 budget for the building and lighting and the effects and all that kind of stuff. I said, we're giving away the Clashes for free. It's costing us the same amount of money. So you need to slowly phase out all the Clashes and create more pay-per-views, then you'll make more money. Even if you sell, you know, 5,000 units at home, that's more money than you're making just from the arena income. I would get Hulk Hogan signed. I had already talked to Terry, and Terry hated Watts. He said, I'll never work for Bill Watts. That's not going to happen. So I told uh, Bischoff, I said, you need to sign Hogan. Jim Hurd had gone to Turner earlier, told in the checkbook. Jim Hurd had conversations with Macho Man and Hulk and all those guys. Heard had those conversations. Off the record, I know he had them, but he couldn't get the money. But Bill just, you know, said, spend the money wisely. I'm, I'm willing to spend it. Uh, do what you have to do. And you go, okay. And, and you do it. Wait a minute. A bulletin is coming across. Hulk Hogan! Hulk Hogan has just signed with World Championship Wrestling. And legions of fans are following this man right now to World Championship Wrestling. Eric Bischoff, greatest day professional wrestling has ever seen. Hulk saw the dollar signs uh, kind of flying through the air, and he came aboard, and no doubt he was a big boom of the business, the first really big move in the new WCW. Hogan will be and always has been the biggest star in this industry. There's no, there's no doubting that. When someone says wrestling, if they don't know anything about wrestling, that oh, that's that's a thing that Hulk Hogan does. They know that. 
Hogan legitimized the WCW. It made the press. And because it made the press, turn people became aware of wrestling. Everybody knew who he was. You know, he shook hands with Turner. They did a press conference. World Championship Wrestling has always been one of our most popular programs. The Braves have become a winning team in baseball. CNN is the leader in world's news and information. And now WCW is about to dominate the globe in professional wrestling. That's why we're here today. To sign the contract for a match between two of wrestling's biggest superstars, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. The roof's gonna come off here. He's back! He's back! Smoke, fire, and pandemonium! And they're standing everywhere! What? I can't hear you! On their feet! The Hulkamaniacs! And Hulkamania has returned! He's picking up right where he left off, Shivani! He wants to rule professional wrestling! Hulk rules! I mean, I thought the roof was going to blow off the building when he walked in the ring. It's the match we all talked about as wrestling fans. The match we always waited for as fans. And tonight, World Championship Wrestling is proud to bring you that match. Anything Hogan was in back then, Phil Pace. It was like WCW had been reborn. Hulkamania lives in World Championship Wrestling. His first match in WCW. And he sets an all-time attendance record, an all-time pay-per-view record for WCW, and becomes a heavyweight champion of the world. You'd seen the light at the end of the tunnel, while all of a sudden the sun was staring you in the face. It wasn't a little light at the end of the tunnel anymore. It was, whoa, it was daylight for months at a time. <laughs> Eric had used Ted's own ego and his own competitiveness and if you want to overtake McMahon and, and kick his ass, well, then I need some players. And let's gear up make a run, and I think if I get these players, I can win the Super Bowl. Winning the Super Bowl for them was like what meant putting McMahon out of business. Clash of the Champions, the 27th edition held from Charleston, South Carolina, at the North Charleston Coliseum. It was on June 23rd of 1994, where we saw the WCW International World Champion Sting take on WCW World Champion Nature Boy Ric Flair. Title versus title. A unification match to determine the true WCW World Champion. This is when the decision was made to phase out the international title as they wanted the big gold belt to represent WCW and the World Heavyweight Championship. During this event, Hulk Hogan made his WCW debut as he challenged the winner of the unification match. Also featured on this show was Shaquille O'Neal, NBA All-Star and legend, speaking about Hulk Hogan's arrival in WCW. This would not be the first time we see Shaq in a WCW ring. This leads us to the main event of Clash of the Champions. WCW World Champion Ric Flair pinned WCW International World Champion Sting in the unification confrontation. This was done with a roll-up and grabbing the tights for leverage around the 17-minute mark. Prior to the bout, Sensuous Sherry was dressed up as the Stinger, or should we say was wearing the, the Stinger's makeup. 
promoting that she was going to be the new manager for the international champion. But after the bout, Sherry and Flair hugged as Sherry turned her back on Sting, thus costing him the international title. This revealed a big setup, and they double-teamed Sting until Hulk Hogan, with Jimmy Hart, made the save and cleared them from the ring. Gene Okerlund conducted an in-ring interview with Hogan, in which Hogan said he would have Ted Turner and a contract on WCW Saturday Night, and dared Flair to accept his challenge to a title match. All right, Katie, by the door, coming up a week from tomorrow night on pay-per-view, the biggest match in professional wrestling history, the Bash at the Beach, you one-on-one with Ric Flair for the WCW heavyweight title, Hulkster. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. The fact that Hulk Hogan is here in the WCW, this is the biggest day in my life, the biggest day in my career. And now that Ted Turner has put his seal of approval, now that his words are etched in stone, this is the number one wrestling organization in the world, brother. And all the maniacs know that, dude. Amen. And as far as next Sunday goes, July 17th, the Bash at the Beach. One man, one belt, one title, one world heavyweight champion, brother. That match will be the one that the whole world watches, brother. All the Hulkamaniacs on the inside, the thousands of them. All the thousands of Hulkamaniacs on the outside of the building, brother. And all the millions upon millions of Hulkamaniacs all over the world watching their TVs will see one winner, one loser, and one world's heavyweight champion, dude. You know, I should point out, just for the record, Sensuous Sherry is barred from the building here tonight, but I understand she will be in Orlando. Well, you know something, brother? When Ric Flair said he was the dirtiest player in the game, we realized what he was talking about. And when Sensuous Sherry came out, we saw that Ric Flair was his, that, that Sherry was his down card. But let me tell you something, brother. My prayers have finally been answered, brother. We will have Ric Flair in Orlando. But tonight, the WCW, Eric Bischoff, and interactive wrestling is the cutting edge, brother, of the wrestling business. Tonight, all the media, Jimmy Hart, dial that phone number for me, brother. Tonight, the Hulkamaniacs have a chance to call in and decide who they want to wrestle tonight. And as far as the main event goes, Jimmy, give me that number. I want to see Ric Flair wrestle Sting tonight, brother. That's the main event I want to see, dude. Wait a minute, because Sherry's barred from the building, I don't think Ric Flair's got any interest in wrestling. Well, brother, I don't care what Ric Flair wants. That's what's so cool about this thing, brother. The Hulkamaniacs can make a difference. Even without Sherry here, we can put Ric Flair in the ring against Sting, brother, and he's got nothing to say about that. Absolutely right. If you do vote for Ric Flair, he'll have no choice but to get in the ring and meet Sting, so... Keep that in mind as you make those telephone calls. You know, we got the Shack Attack in Orlando. We got George Foreman there, brother. We got Hammer and Hank, who's taught me how to hit a home run with Ric Flair's head. But the one thing that I got now in my corner, the one man watching my back, the man that knows how to fight, scratch, claw, and fight for what he believes in, and that's the training of prayers by vitamins. That man is here with me tonight, brother. He is the best street fighter in the world, and that's my main man, brother, Mr. T, brother. 
You know something, Ric Flair? When you talk about having the deck stack, brother, when you talk about having a down card, brother, we're not worried about sneaky Sherry anymore, brother. If any of your friends want to come out from the back during the bash at the beach, if any of your friends want to try to interfere in my match with Ric Flair, I've got the maniac mugger here, brother. I could put him at ringside, but he's going to be hovering the Orlando Arena. And I pity the fool that gets in your way, brother. You said it, Hulk. I'm glad to be here with you, brother. Wherever you go, I'll be there. We're going to take control of the WCW. And Ric Flair, you better look out. Sensational Sherry, whatever your name is, Sneaky Sherry, you better look out. Anybody that try to take care of business, you know, sneaky from the back, that's my job. You take care of the business in the ring, I'll be patrolling the outside, up in the balconies, in the alleyways, taking care of business. Don't worry about nothing, I got you covered. And what you gonna do, Ric Flair? What you gonna do, Ric Flair, when the largest arms in the world in Hulkamania run wild on you? I pity the fool! Stay tuned, we're back after this! Alright, welcome back everybody, and we are live here on TBS in the Red I'm the world champion! I will not have Hulk Hogan dictate policy to me! Hogan, you are not telling the world champion what to do! I'm here to watch! I'm here to win my presence! I'm going to Rupert's! I'm going to Frankie's! I'm not wrestling Sting! If the fans say you are, you will! Nick Bachwick, come here, I want to hear what you have to say about this. I can only tell you one thing, and you can get as outraged as you want. You are not World Championship Wrestling. You want to go to Rupert's, and you want to play on the social life of Atlanta, you go. But the title will stay here, and it's that simple. You, yeah. What are you simple. talking about? What we're talking about is the, the, the voting is very close, and the fans want to see the World Champion Ric Flair wrestle. Sting, let's go back to the ring. This leads us to Bash at the Beach, 94 from Orlando, Florida, at the arena, July 17th, 14,000 in attendance, which saw WCW TV champion Lord Stephen Regal pin Johnny B. Bad, who was substituting for staying recovering from, from a work eye injury. Vader, with Harley Race, defeated the Guardian Angel via disqualification. Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck, with Colonel Robert Parker, defeated Dustin Rhodes and Art Anderson. When Funk pinned Rhodes, when after Rhodes tagged out Anderson, Anderson dropped his partner with the DDT and put Funk on top for the win. After the bout, Funk, Buck, and Anderson triple-teamed Rhodes. Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma defeated WCW Tag Team Champions Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan, along with Brother Dave, to win the titles. WCW US Champion Steve Austin pinned Ricky Steamboat with his feet on the ropes around the 20-minute mark after the momentum of a crossbody from the challenger put Austin on top. And in the main event, Hulk Hogan with the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart pinned WCW World Champion Nature Boy Ric Flair with Sensuous Sherry to win the championship at 21.54 with the leg drop. This was moments after Mr. T sent an interfering Sherry backstage as he was the enforcer for the bout. After the contest, Hogan celebrated in the ring with Mr. T and Shaquille O'Neal. 
This was Hogan's first WCW matchup, his in-ring debut. The Hulkster was on top of World Championship Wrestling. This takes us to the Clash of the Champions. From the five-season center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the 20th edition of the Clash. We saw Gene Oakland introduce WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan for an interview with Hogan appearing with Jimmy Hart before he was attacked from behind by a masked man and struck in the back of the knee with a pipe. Nancy Kerrigan style. Moments later, medics and officials, including Eric Bischoff, Greg Gagne, and Nick Bockwinkle, tended to Hogan beside the entrance as he was eventually loaded onto a stretcher. Would Hogan be able to continue? Could he defend his championship? We also saw the debut of the Honky Tonk Man's music video, Honky Tonk Baby. This is where we also saw the debut of Brother Brutai, a.k.a. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, best friend of Hulk Hogan and Leslie. It was announced that Hogan was on his way back to the arena from the hospital. Ricky Steamboat pinned WCW US Champion Steve Austin to win the championship at 16 minutes and 8 seconds by reversing a body slam into a cradle. The pre-match stipulation stated that Steamboat could win the title if Austin was disqualified. Austin's tights for the bout read, Dragon Slayer on the back. That's what made it most notable for me. Also, during the bout, Steamboat suffered what would become a career-ending back injury during this matchup. Antonio Inoki defeated WCW TV champion Lord Steven Regal with Sir William in a non-title matchup. This was via submission with a choke. Ric Flair with Sensuous Sherry, defeated WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan in the main event with Jimmy Hart via countout. A little under 15 minutes after Sherry hit Hogan in the knee with her high heel behind the referee's back. Prior to the bout, Hogan was escorted ringside by Jimmy Hart and Brother Brutai. After the contest, ring announcer Michael Buffer mistakenly referred to Flair as the new champion. Moments later, Hogan regained possession of the belt from Flair until the masked man returned and helped Flair target Hogan's knee. 
Moments after the masked man went backstage, Sting came out to make the save, clearing Flair from the ring. Flair then went backstage with the title belt. Sting then helped Hogan backstage where he was loaded back inside the ambulance. What would the future be for Hulk Hogan? Could he defend his championship further? That leads us to Fall Brawl 94. From Roanoke, Virginia at the Civic Center, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair spoke on the phone and Flair said he didn't care to wrestle Hogan again after defeating him, in quotations you could say, sarcastically he stated, beating him for his 12th world title. Moments later, Hogan alongside Jimmy Hart challenged Flair to one more match with Hogan's career at stake, with Flair agreeing, claiming Hogan submitted at the Clash of the Champions. The match was set. Ladies and gentlemen, ever since I've been a world championship wrestling, I must say, one of the greatest rivalries I could ever recall exists here today between WCW heavyweight champion, the great Hulk Hogan, and of course a man who has been 11 time world champion, the nature boy, Ric Flair. He has legions of fans here in Roanoke, and of course, so does the Hulkster. Of course, this rivalry escalated this summer at the Bash at the Beach in Orlando. Most recently, at the Clash of Champions, the nature boy, Ric Flair, was suspended. It's been quite a feud indeed. And tonight, after I've talked to Ric Flair on numerous occasions and recently talked to Hulk Hogan, I have standing by from Las Vegas, Nevada, the nature boy, Ric Flair, and from his home in Bel Air, Florida, joining me at this time, the WCW heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk Hogan, Holster. By satellite, uh, if you'd come in right now, you are looking good, big Yo, man. Yo, mean team, what's happening, brother? Just pumping the pythons, dude. You know, I wish I was at Fall Brawl. I wish I was there to have Hulkamania oh, run wild one more time for you. Everything's pretty cool here with Hulk's gym, brother. You know, we're hanging and banging, getting the knee back in shape, getting all of our ducks in a row, brother, getting them all ready for the man that styles and profiles. You know, people say that Ric Flair's surprise took me off my feet last time, you know. Well, we've got a little surprise for Ric Flair, and that's why you and I, Gino, mean Gene, that is, lean mean Gene, I might say. That's why we've got this hookup tonight, brother, because I have got the master plan, brother, whoa. to get Ric Flair right where I want him. Whoa, whoa, and you whoa. know exactly where that's at, brother. Well, now, you mean Gene, you... I bet you just can't wait, dude. What is sure the surprise? And all my Hulk maniacs have come up with. How about it, brother? What What is the surprise, Hulk? Don't keep us in such... He's in Las oh, Vegas at the Mirage Hotel. Hard. Some dude's going to get him now. I love it, brother. Yo, Ric Flair. Is it Hulk? Yeah, this is the Hulk. So where's Ric Flair? <laughs> Sorry, Rick's busy right now. Well, you must be one of Rick's training partners because I can imagine how hard Ric Flair's training because, of course, Hulk Hogan's hanging a bang. Tell me you're his training partner. What's he doing? Taking aerobics? Yeah, I bet you give him a real good workout. That's why his muscles feel like mashed potato muscles when I get a hold of him. Put him on the phone. Sorry, he's real he's real busy. You just can't call the real world champion every time you feel like it. Well, you know, the real world champion is a man that's probably sweating to the bone right now. I seriously doubt if you, dear, can make Ric Flair break a sweat. Hello? Who is this? This brother is the WCW heavyweight champion. Who is this? No, no, this is the real world champion. Oh, I get your get your brother. back straight, big man. And I'm partying, and I got no time to be talking business to you. I'm retired. Remember? Well, let me tell you something. Walls. Whoa, 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 brother. We got a way to fix all that. See, that's the difference between reality and fantasy. The real WCW champion, brother, is hanging and banging right now. You, brother, are partying. That's the difference between you and me. Let, let, let just, just a minute, Hulkster. Hold on one second. 
girls, it's going to take just one second, okay? Don't get bored with the conversation. We've got an important call here. Go ahead, big man. R run this by me one time. Yeah, I'm going to run it by you. What do you want to hear? You're going to you'll have to bring that back one more time. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, well, I'll run anything that you want by you, brother. I just want to let you know that I have got the master plan how to get you back in the ring, brother. You know, Hulkster, at this point in time, after defeating you just recently and being crowned the real world champion for the 12th time, I'm not sure I want back into business. What could you possibly offer me that would bring Ric Flair out of the luxury and the lifestyle that I'm in right now back into the sport of professional wrestling? Well, you know, brother, you are the biggest rat fink in the game, brother. The dirtiest player in the game. By the last time we went out of the shoot, I know that that blackjack attack, brother, on the back of the Hulkster's leg was all part of your plan, dude. And oh yeah, the figure four, when you locked that thing on the tree trunks, brother, even though my leg was already snapped in half, for one second, brother, I forgot who I was. And that little squeaky referee, he may have heard me yelling pain. Maybe even I did say I had enough. But then when I heard the Hulkamaniacs, I got my act back together and put an end to it all. The thing is, Ric Flair, even with a bad wheel, even with a sneak attack, I took the best you had to offer. But since you're so afraid to get back in the ring with Hulk Hogan... Rewind that one, big man. The word's not afraid. The word is laid back, relaxing, 12 times. You see this? If you had a camera in front of you, you'd see where the, where the real World Heavyweight Championship belt is sitting. Right here between a bevy of beauties, pal. Okay. You're talking to Ric Flair. I'm out here in Vegas. Where are you right now? Okay, brother, you're right. You're right, and I'm wrong, like always, okay? Yeah. yeah. But seeing how you always have the upper hand, how you always out-wrestle me, and how you have the real world heavyweight title, well, would you just like to get rid of Hulk Hogan once and for all, brother? Would yeah. you like that? If I thought that I'd never have to hear your name again, I'd walk to the end of this earth, pal. Hey, look, let's get three things you know, straight well, well, right maybe, now. Maybe that's why, Ric Flair, you are the real world's heavyweight champion. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to make you an offer that you can't refuse. With a bad knee, brother, with a victory on your side, because you did get your hand raised last time, brother. And maybe you even did hear Hulk Hogan squeal a little bit in pain when you put the figure four on me, brother. I am now going to tell you that if you will climb back in the ring with me for one last time, if you get your hand raised, if you can beat me right in the center of the ring with that figure four leg lock, brother, I put my whole wrestling career on the line. I will quit the WCW. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're telling me that if I can beat you, that you will retire and leave the sport of professional wrestling forever? Brother, if is that what you, I heard you say? You heard it, dude. If you can beat me, if you can get Mick Bockwinkle to get you and me together... Yeah, yeah, you heard it. On the same piece of paper, I will put my career on the line. I will do what you want. I will hand you my career on a silver platter, and you'll never see Hulk Hogan again. That's if you beat Girls, he, Hogan, I don't know where what you've been doing the last month, but if you're saying that you will leave the sport of wrestling, if I beat you, my friend, you can make that match right now. Let, let me run something by you. There are three very valid points you need to review as you get in your car right now from wherever you are and drive home. The first one is that I heard you on national television say, I quit. I give up. I heard it and the wrestling world heard it. 
The second thing you need to remember is that I left that ring last time, the winner with the world championship belt. It's sitting on the table in front of me right now, right here at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Four good-looking women, the nature boy, it's the way life ought to be. And thirdly, and most importantly, if you're willing to put your career on the line, if you're willing to take that big reputation, that big name, all that notoriety, that fame, that money, and put it on the line and wrestle me, <laughs> to the winner takes all, pal, you got it. Because I know, and you know, you know, that some way, somehow, Rick Flair will find a way to move Hulk Hogan out of the sport of wrestling. Right, girls? Yeah. All right. Well, you know something, Mr. Ric Flair, yeah. the man that styles and profiles Lear Jets and Limousines? It sounds like you and I got a deal, brother. Now, if you would just echo that same voice to Mr. Nick Bockwinkle, I'll put my career on the line, brother, and it has been etched in stone. I said it, it's done. We got ourselves a deal, brother. Can you believe it? The Hulkamaniac, no more vitamins, no more prayers, no more little kids running around going, Hey, Nature Boy, the house going to get you. Hey, what are you going to do, Hulk Hogan, when the Nature Boy runs wild on you, pal? Woo! Done. Sounds like it, we got Hogan. a deal, brother. The deal is done. I'll get Bob Riggle on the phone right now. You don't move. The match is made anywhere, anytime. Goodbye, Hulk Hogan, forever. Woo! Oakland conducted an interview with Nick Bockwinkle at the entrance in which Bockwinkle announced the Hogan Flair match would take place at Halloween Havoc and that Hogan, in an attempt to get Flair reinstated, would put his career on the line. Bockwinkle then announced that the match would be a steel cage confrontation. At this event, we also saw Johnny B. Bad pin WCW TV champion Lord Steven Regal to win the championship. Barry Darso was shown sitting in the crowd as he debuted once again for WCW. Kevin Sullivan with Dave pinned Cactus Jack in a Loser Leaves WCW match. Cactus collided with Dave on the ring apron as Dave attempted to pull a steel chair away from Kevin. This was Cactus Jack's last appearance for World Championship Wrestling. Steve Austin defeated WCW US Champion Ricky Steamboat via forfeit to win the championship. In an in-rig segment, WCW Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle announced that Steamboat was too injured to compete and awarded Austin the championship. Moments later, Steamboat cut a promo stating he would start rehab the next day and stated while he beat Austin for the belt, Austin never beat him for it. Austin then replied that while Steamboat was one of the greatest of all time, he saved himself one hell of a butt whooping. That's the PG version, folks, of that line. Early glimpses of the Stone Cold character right there. As Austin attempted to leave, Bockwinkle said he would be defending the title during the broadcast and then called for Austin's opponent to be introduced. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, making his WCW debut, pinned U.S. Champion Steve Austin to win the championship at the 42nd mark. It was done with a backdrop and splash in this impromptu matchup. Yes, Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Steve Austin. Not stone cold yet, but it was a stunning ending to the U.S. Championship match. Vader, with Harley Race, defeated Sting to become the number one contender for the WCW World Championship. The Nasty Boys, Dustin and Dustin Rhodes, defeated Arn Anderson, Terry Funk, Bunkhouse Buck, 
and Colonel Robert Parker with Ming in the War Games match. This is when Parker submitted after Dusty put him in a figure four and the Nasties repeatedly hit elbow drops on him. Not one of the most memorable War Games matchups, but Dusty's team prevailed. On September 19th of 1994, a press conference was held in Detroit to announce Muhammad Ali would be on hand for Halloween Havoc. During this press conference, WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan, Challenger Ric Flair, Jimmy Hart, and Mr. T were all on hand. Tension was running high between the confrontation of Hogan and Flair. Hogan's career on the line. Ric Flair reinstated. Career versus title. Steel cage match. Halloween Havoc. 1994, hailing from Detroit, Michigan, at the Joe Louis Arena. 14,000 in attendance. Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma defeated WCW Tag Team Champions Marcus Alexander Bagwell and the Patriot to win the championships. Dave Sullivan defeated Kevin Sullivan via countdown when Dave crawled in the ring after Kevin threw him into the ring post. This was Dave's first appearance using the I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac theme song from the Hulk Rules album, and we're definitely going to be listening to that during some old school music at the end of our program. And in the main event, WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan defeated Nature Boy Ric Flair in a career versus career championship steel cage matchup. Hulk Hogan defeats the Nature Boy once again, Hulkamania survives, and is once again on top of World Championship Wrestling. But something different started to happen and was witnessed on television, also inside the arenas. The cheers for Hulk Hogan were not as loud as they used to be. Even when he arrived in WCW, the fanfare was very big, the hype was tremendous, the fans went crazy when he won his first WCW Championship but as the challengers came about, as the matches rolled on, it seemed it was the same old shtick from Hulk Hogan. And the fans in 1994 wanted to see something new, something innovative. We saw the new generation on the opposite side from the World Wrestling Federation. And WCW was riding high with their version of Hulkamania. Around this time is when the Dungeon of Doom was created, headed by Kevin Sullivan. He would group together these band of misfits a group of monsters joined together to go after Hulkamania. This leads us to the Clash of the Champions 29, Jacksonville, Florida at the Coliseum. Hulk Hogan, Sting, and Dave Sullivan defeated the Butcher, who is now known as the Butcher, but we knew him as Brother Brutai, a.k.a. Brutus Beefcake, Kevin Sullivan, and Avalanche, a.k.a. Earthquake. At the 11 minute mark, when Hogan pinned Sullivan after Mr. T, the guest referee for the contest, hit Sullivan with Hart's megaphone as Sullivan attempted to hit Hogan with it. Hogan and Dave were sting face paint for the bout. The dungeon was defeated by the Hulkamaniacs. As the challengers come, Hogan knocked them down. Hogan is still riding high as WSW World Champion, leading into Starcade 94. In Nashville, Tennessee, Vader pinned U.S. Champion Jim Duggan to win the title with a reverse powerbomb. Alex Wright pinned a superstar by the name of Jean-Paul Levesque. You may know him as Triple H. 
WCW TV champion Johnny B. Bad pinned on Anderson, who was a substitute for the Honky Tonk Man. Mr. T pinned Kevin Sullivan, Sting defeated Avalanche, and the Nasty Boys defeated Harlem Heat via disqualification. And in the main event, world champion Hulk Hogan with Jimmy Hart pinned The Butcher. The main event of Starcade, their biggest event of the year, was Hulk Hogan versus The Butcher. Hogan and friends all joined together in this rise of Hulkamania in WCW. But the rise started to decline a bit as some boos were mixed in with the cheers as Hogan celebrated as WCW World Champion. He wants Hogan all to himself. 
Hogan, you hypocritical, no good loser. There's a man that came in the ring and there saved you. There they go. The oh, Man and the Hulk's good shake hands. Under the world. And the Mega Powers are back together again. Savage, you've let me down. I thought you were a man. You're a wimp. You're a nerd. You're a dork. I wish I could say what I really feel about it. The Hulkster retains the, this man. the WCW Heavyweight title and the Macho Man doing some posing as well. What a night in Nashville. What a pay-per-view. What a star -tape. I still think Savage might do something. I still got that. He video. did. He shook his hand. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing. I shook your hand one time. I still slap you. This is World Championship Wrestling. Come on, Savage. Beat him up. Make him a chef at White Castle. Beat him up. This capacity crowd, the sellout. Millions of fans watching post to post and around the world on pay-per-view. Come on, Bloom him. Knock him down. Knock him down. In 1994, Hulkamania met every challenge. And now in 1995, with the Hulkster holding on to the world heavyweight title, WCW is number one. We are the heart and soul of pro wrestling. Here it is again, Brain. You know, Savage, I thought right there. He became one of the four faces of fear now. He shook the hand of the avalanche. He shook the hand of the butcher. He looked into the eyes of that meanest man in the world, Kevin Sullivan. And he wants Hogan so bad. That's how I felt inside. That's what I thought. Hogan, it's just you and Jimmy Hart. A 120-pound whip in a cheap suit. And you with a steel chair. Open up your eyes. Look into the eyes. But then Savage gave a signal. It wasn't to steal second or take the pitch. He knew what he was doing. He set everybody up. Nailed Kevin Sullivan. You hit Butcher with a chair. He hit Avalanche. Savage, you're a creep. You're scum, as far as I'm concerned. Tony, you talk. I've had it here. And they shake hands. Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage making their way back towards the locker room area. We are dispatched Mean Gene Oakland to the Hulkster's dressing room area, and we will get an interview here in just a few moments as Starcade continues. Tony, Tony, I gotta ask you something. I mean, explain to me something. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm stupid. Yeah. Okay. I don't, maybe, I'm, 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 maybe you are. Well, I'm. I'm, I'm asking you something. What is it? So what now. is it that everybody gets behind this man, Hulk Hogan? What does he have? What does he have? What does he have? He and everybody loves this man. There you see me, Gene. Go ahead, Gene. All right, uh, Tony, what a way to end 1994 in front of this capacity crowd. And, of course, millions all over the world watching on pay-per-view. Hulk Hogan, finally you have done it. And if uh, this is any indication of what 1995 is going to be like, I can hardly wait. What a better year for Hulkamania. Well, you know something, brother? I got one thing to say, and that's, ooh, yeah, brother. Ooh, yeah. Of course, referring to the Macho Man, Randy Savvy. Where is he, dig it? 
Brother, he walked that fine razor's edge. He cooked, you know, it was all strategy on the macho man's part. He kept me razor sharp. He kept me fine-tuned, brother. He kept me on the edge, man. But I was hoping at the 11th hour, the butcher would turn his life around, brother. I talked to Jimmy up until the last minute, Jimmy Hart. I said, maybe he'll cave in. Maybe we'll do this thing straight up. Maybe he'll realize just getting it on one-on-one -on -one would be the family way to go. But all the family business is down the toilet, brother. We realize he's rotten to the core. And like I said, brother, the macho man kept me razor sharp because I didn't know if he was friend or foe. Ooh, yeah! Macho man. The side of the trip, the light fantastic out there. Think I broke a promise to Kevin Sullivan and the butcher and the avalanche. But you know, like, I'm sorry, dig it? Yeah! You know, Holster, I still can't help but believe... Please, gentlemen, I can't... I know that there's a good reason to say hey, that. Help me. But I can't believe right now that you seem to be a little down in the mouth. Well, you know, brother, nothing wrong with a victory. Nothing wrong with the greatest wrestlers in the world challenging me every night in the WCW. But when I stared in the brother's eyes, when I realized he wasn't going to cave in, I had to do what I had to do, brother. I felt like taking him down... Beating him right in the center of the ring. I beat a little piece of myself, brother. And I don't know how to say it other than when somebody's that close to you for so many years, man. It's not a shallow victory, but I tell you, man, I wish I could have turned the thing around, brother. Well, I'll tell you, it just wasn't to be, and I still can't believe that this guy sold out oh, a lifelong friend. What the hell is that? Oh, what is that? Where is that coming from? Don't let anybody oh, in here. Hey! Oh, for crying out loud. Get out of here, brother. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. It's time to listen to Vader. Mr. Bucklegal, Hogan, the whole world is watching. And the whole world is listening. Look into my eyes and listen to what I have to say to you. You're living with a demon, brother. And the demon is called fear. That's right. For the first time in your life, you're afraid for the first time in your career. You're afraid. You're afraid to be standing here next to the man right now, brother. I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. I can feel it in your soul. I can hear. I can hear the Hulkamaniacs all over the world. They're saying, Hulkster, Hulkster, Vader is the number one contender. He is the heavyweight, U.S. heavyweight champion. Are you afraid to wrestle Vader? Have you lost the will to be the best? Have you lost your desire? Have you lost your gut? Where's your soul? Are you going to stand up and be a man that you're supposed to be? Please. Who is running this company, Mr. Bob Whistles? Hogan, are you? I want to know and I want an answer because, brother, you're looking at the man. I have no fear. I feel no pain. I am the number one contender. I am the U.S. champion. What else is there left for me to do? Brother, you know how you kill a snake? You cut its head off and it dies. And guess what, brother? Hulkamania dies with it. So I'm out. I'm calling you out. Right now, punk. I'm calling you out. You either... You either... You know something, Vader? You either... Maybe you're right, brother. Maybe it's better time right now.
security back there right now. We need to get more security back there right now. No, we don't. No, we don't. We need to let Vader run wild. Get out of the way. He's hitting everybody. Get out of the way, please. Right now, get security out Hiding behind everybody. He's hiding behind everyone. He's not. He is too. Fans, once again, we apologize for this. It's nut. This thing has Tony, Bobby Heenan, Nick Bockwinkle, get in here. Please. A little decorum, gentlemen. Yeah. There's no question. You're, you're, you're on the spot, Bockwinkle. Vader, Vader has he won the three the three-way match. The triangle match. The triangle match. He won the U.S. heavyweight championship. Yes. His demands are legitimate. As many times as I have butted heads with this guy, Bockwinkle. and you know that for a fact. I don't think there's any room in any but, sport for somebody that acts like that. But, but, but what he did here was out of line. But I mean, it, it, it was got uh, Nick, that's it enough. So Nick Bockwinkle is uh, double-talking me. More of that bureaucratic BS, and I don't know if I can take it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from back in the locker room that's upside down, Let's get you back out to the arena. WCW had another major coup as they were able to sign the Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage now was a part of World Championship Wrestling. Hogan and Savage together, the Mega Powers, reunited in WCW. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Macho Man Randy Savage. It gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce truly one of the all-time greats in professional wrestling, finally arriving at World Championship Wrestling. This man has done it all, the macho man Randy Savage. Welcome to Atlanta. Oh, yeah! I want everybody right now to freak out, freak out. The macho man is right here. And I'm here for only one reason, and that's to take it to the limit, yeah! Uh, can you be a little more specific about that, Macho Man? I know you've got to have goals and objectives when you come to an organization, a star of your magnitude, but what specifically do you have in mind? You're right about that, because a lot of people out there call me hardcore, a lot of people out there call me cold and calloused, a lot of people out there think that I'm living on the edge and that I'm insane in the membrane and that I'm a time bomb and I could go ballistic at any second and all those things could be true but it doesn't ignore the fact that I'm here for one reason and one reason only and that is to confront the man that goes by the name of Hulk Hogan now, me and Gene Oakland, I want to ask you a question right now. Shoot. Do you know a man that goes by the name of Hulk Hogan that hangs around here? 
I, I hope you're not living in a cave and, and haven't been in New York because Hulk Hogan is the WCW heavyweight champion. He is? He is the champion. Well, you know, I think I might have a problem with that because past, present, and future, the number one wrestler in the universe is the macho man Randy Savage. And uh, Hulk Hogan, you're number two. So I don't care if you're in a garbage can, come on out here. I don't care if you're underneath the ring. Come crawling over here because we got to do something man-to-man. -man. We got a TCB. Take care of business. Get him out of here right now. Well, I don't believe Hulk Hogan is available, but I don't think Hogan's the kind of guy that would ever back down from any kind of a confrontation. Oh, is that right? No. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. What I want you to do is tell me a situation where, when, what time that I can meet Hulk Hogan and get this thing resolved. Real simple. He's going to be at Starcade on December the 27th in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, really? Yes. Starcade? Starcade. December the 27th, Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. Let me tell you something. I'm thinking about something right now. That's kind of cool right now because I can wait. Good things can wait. I'm going to tell you something, Mean Gene Okerlund, by a hook or by a crook. The Macho Man is going to be at Starcade. Oh, yeah, I am. And uh, somewhere in the night, I'm going to have eye contact with Hulk Hogan. And one of two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to take my hand and put it out to you, Hulk Hogan, and shake your hand. The other thing that may happen is that I might slap you in the face and spin your head all the way back to Venice Beach, California. What the boots do you? Thank you very much. No, no. Stop it right there. I'm going to tell you something right now. Hulk Hogan, uh, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan have a date with destiny. Oh, yeah. Starcade, dig it. All right, the Macho Man, Randy Savage, already making his presence known. With Savage a part of World Championship Wrestling, it takes us to Clash of the Champions 30 in Las Vegas, Nevada, Caesars Palace. Savage and Hogan teamed together, now to be known as the Monster Maniacs. During this event, we saw Ray Trailer turn from the Guardian Angel back to Big Bubba Rogers. After nearly seven years, returning to his original gimmick. WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, along with Jimmy Hart, defeated The Butcher and Kevin Sullivan. When Hogan pinned The Butcher with the leg drop after Butcher sustained Savage's flying elbow drop. Prior to the match, Ric Flair returned to his seat in the crowd. Ric Flair was present at the clash. He was supposed to be retired. After the bout, Hogan and WCW US Champion Vader had an in-ring confrontation, with Hogan and Savage clearing Vader from the ring after Hogan hulked up from the powerbomb. Hogan and Savage kept Vader from the ring with steel chairs as the show came to a close. This took us to Super Bowl V in Baltimore, Maryland. Barry Darso was now known as the Black Top Billy as he pinned Dustin Rhodes at Super Bowl. Sting and Randy Savage teamed up to defeat the Butcher and Avalanche. The Great Muta was shown in the crowd during the confrontation 
And during the match as well, Savage briefly confronted Ric Flair at ringside, with Flair grabbing a security guard and putting him between himself and Savage. After the matchup, Savage went to confront Flair, but was held back by security as well. Flair was starting to become present more and more at WCW events. Would he return to WCW? The Nature Boy was destined to come back to World Championship Wrestling. In the main event, WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan defeated Vader, the United States Champion, via disqualification when Hogan attacked and interfering Ric Flair, who sat ringside for the entire matchup until it was time to step in and go after the Hulkster. In the ring, Hogan did receive a mixed reaction during his introduction. Signs were starting to be seen. We were getting the warning signs of Hogan not being as accepted by the mainstream audience as he once was. The Great Muta was once again shown on camera during the match, but after the matchup, Vader and Flair double-teamed the champion, with Flair locking Hogan in the figure four until Sting and Randy Savage came out to clear the ring. Moments later, Flair and Vader high-fived each other in the aisle and left ringside together. The once heavily hated foes were now teamed together to go after Hulkamania. This takes us to WCW Uncensored 95, the debut edition of the pay-per-view known as Uncensored. Tony Schiavone conducted an interview with WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan about his ultimate surprise. A vignette of Hogan with this ultimate surprise standing behind him in smoke came about in which Hogan said his surprise wasn't the Ultimate Warrior even though we were led to believe the Ultimate Warrior was going to come to World Championship Wrestling. No, but the Renegade was going to make his debut in WCW. You know something, Hulkamaniacs? Vader and Flair have really crossed the line this time, brothers. You know, it's not enough that they massacred Brother Dave on national TV out here. But just a few minutes ago, I get the word from my Hulkamaniacs in the dressing room that Jimmy Hart was running for his life with Vader trying to rip his jacket off him. I pray to God that Jimmy's still running because I need him now more than ever. But right now I'm standing on the dark side, brothers, with the most powerful man I've ever met in my life. You know, this is not the ultimate warrior, Ric Flair. This is not a surprise that I just conjured up out of nowhere, brother. This is the ultimate swerve for you, Mr. Flair and Vader, and for all my Hulkamaniacs. You know, there's a hundred guys like this on the dark side, all with powers way beyond any human being. But this man with me tonight is the most powerful one of all, brother. You know, I would be strapped to Vader with a 12-foot strap. The hardest arm in the world is so mad, I'm going to tear Vader limb from limb. But just to cover all bases, brother, I was turning over every rock. I was looking through every nook and every cranny. And then I found a million bodies laying. And this man behind me was standing at the top of the heap. The man behind me is called the Renegade, brother. He's the biggest, most powerful man I've ever found in my life. And from now on, brothers, starting tonight at Uncensored, this big brother behind me is going to be watching my back. He's going to make sure that nobody gets in Hulk Hogan's way when I take care of all the family business, brother. You know something, the time is winding down. You're going to see him as plain as day only when I want you to see him. 
But all I got to say is if you make a wrong move, if you look in the wrong direction, my man, the renegade, is going to wipe you out, brother. And once I get Vader strapped to my wrist, once I drag him around the block a million times, once he drops his knees and says, please, Mr. Hogan, don't hurt me anymore, only then will I tell the brother behind me, the renegade, not to make a move. Because if you make a mistake, if your chief shot me flare or a fader gets out of line and uncensored, I'm going to unleash the power of the dark side on you. The renegade is going to take up a slot for all the Hulkamaniacs. So what are you going to do, brother, when the largest arms in the world and the renegade are strapped to you, brother? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? During the segment, the renegade appeared to tower over Hogan and stand around seven or eight feet tall. He looked like a monstrous man. Maybe, maybe even bigger than the Ultimate Warrior. During this time, it was known that Eric Bischoff was trying to go after the Ultimate Warrior, or so he thought, to team with Hulk Hogan. But that would not come to be as the Renegade was born. A lot of fans were very upset seeing this cheap imitation of the Ultimate Warrior being portrayed as a bigger, badder superstar than their beloved warrior. The Blacktop Bully defeated Dustin Rhodes in a King of the Road match. This match was contested in the truck bed of an 18-wheeler, and the goal was to climb up and blow a horn at the top of the truck bed. The bout was actually taped on March 14th near Atlanta. This was Rhodes' last appearance for four years, and Barry Darso's last appearance for several Johnny B. Bad defeated WSW TV champion Arn Anderson in a non-title boxer versus wrestler match. Randy Savage defeated Avalanche. And WSW world champion Hulk Hogan defeated U.S. champion Big Van Vader, who was accompanied by Ric Flair. Hogan was brought to ringside by the Renegade. This was a non-title strap match when Hogan strapped himself to an interfering flare and dragged him around all four corners instead. This was a confusing ending for the match, but Hogan, again, victorious and still WCW World Champion. The fans of WCW were starting to turn a little bit. Their once beloved promotion that was so separate from the opposed World Wrestling Federation, which was known for wrestling, which was known for competition and athleticism, was turning more cartoonish with the debut of the Renegade, Hulk Hogan and the Hulkamaniacs, Macho Man Randy Savage with his ooh yeah and the Macho Maniacs running wild. WSW was starting to change, and a lot of fans were a little bit upset about this transition. They were tired of Hulkamania. Slamboree 95 came about. The Nasty Boys defeated WSW Tag Team Champions Harlem Heat to win the championships. Kevin Sullivan pinned the man with no name, who was actually Brutus Beefcake again. Wahoo McDaniel pinned Dick Murdoch with a chop to the chest in just over six minutes in a special Legends match. Gordon Sully joined Bobby Heenan on commentary for the matchup, and the bout aired in black and white to, of course, celebrate the legends of the industry. IWGP World Champion The Great Muta pinned Paul Orndorff with a backbreaker and the moonsault in which was a highly popular match because Great Muta returned to WCW. He had a champion's entrance 
which included several Japanese drummers performing near the entranceway. Sting defeated Big Bubba in a lights-out match with the Scorpion Deathlock. TV champ Arn Anderson pinned Alex Wright. And in the main event, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, along with Angelo Poffo, the Macho Man's father, and the Renegade, defeated Vader and Ric Flair, who was accompanied by Arn Anderson. Midway through the bout, though, a large man was shown standing near the curtain. After the bout, Flair, Vader, and Anderson attacked Hogan, Savage, and Hart. Moments later, Angelo Poffo, who sat ringside for the match, jumped over the rail and climbed into the ring to save Hogan, Savage, and Hart. This was Flair's TV in-ring return after a seven-month absence. And the big mystery man we saw by the entranceway was none other than Paul White, a.k.a. The Giant. Students, this leads us to the Great American Bash of 95. The Renegade pinned TV champion Arn Anderson to win the championship. Yes, the Renegade was the TV champion. And in the WWUS Championship Tournament Finals, Sting pinned Ming, also known as Haku, with Colonel Robert Parker with a jumping DDT. In the main event, Ric Flair pinned Randy Savage with Angelo Poffo after assaulting Poffo on the floor and hitting Savage in the face with Poffo's cane. Again, another lackluster ending to a WCW pay-per-view. WCW needed to be refocused. They needed something different. Hulkamania was still riding high, but something needed to change. Bash at the beach in Huntington Beach, California. Kamala was in WCW, and he pinned Jim Duggan after the Zodiac, who was also Brutus Beefcake, he appeared and hit Duggan from behind with Kamala's mask as Duggan grabbed for Sullivan on the ring apron. World champion Hulk Hogan defeated Vader in a steel cage match in which he came to the ring with Jimmy Hart and Dennis Robin. Dennis Robin's first appearance in WCW. It would not be his last as well. At the end, we actually saw Robin wheeling a chair, holding back Ric Flair, Vader and company. Right now, Jimmy Hart, bring him in. WCW heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk Hogan. Check it out. And NBA superstar, Dennis Rodman. Dennis, the last time I saw you was at the airport in Detroit. That's the last time you go ever see me at the airport in Detroit, baby. <laughs> Brother me, Gene, you know what the deal is, big dude. Me and Rod the Bod, we were riding Harley Davidson's brother up and down Pacific Coast Highway, brother, all through the straddle of the night, brother, looking for somebody to bust up, dude. You know, we heard Vader's big mouth, how he's lived around the area, how he lived in the inner city, brother. That's a bunch of... Brother, Vader ain't nowhere around the place, man. Take it easy, big man. Right now, we got Vader set up for the kill. We got the lambs led to slaughter, brother, with hundreds of thousands of Hulkamaniacs out there, dude. We're going to make Woodstock look like a backyard barbecue, brother. We got all the beautiful babes of Baywatch to distract Vader, man. We got the steel cage plowed in the sand, brother. I've got the killer whites out in the Pacific Ocean waiting, brother, when I press his filthy, stinky, war-infested body over my head, brother. As I launch him over the top of the cage, the shark's gonna be there to rip and tear his body limb from limb. But you know something, Mean Gene? Rod the Bod, 
Rodney Man is the man that's got the nastiest attitude, brother, in the NBA. And after he trains, after he says his prayers, and after he eats his vitamins, brother, he does whatever he wants to do. And even though we got a steel cage out there, dudes, we know what happens around the WCW, brother. So I strategically paced the big brother right outside the door. And if anybody tries to come down and get in my face or interfere in that cage, rod the bot, tell him what's gonna go down, brother. Brother, anyone gets know that cage, the head is bass, big man, bass. You know what I'm saying, brother? Rod the bot will take their face and he will give them a flory dory on the side of that cage. He'll turn their face into hamburger meat, brother. And with Jimmy Hart, Rod the Bod, the baddest dude around I know, and Hulk Hogan, and with the largest arms in the world, pumped in all the new veins pumping out of my tries. What are you gonna do when the power of Hulkamania destroys you? What's he gonna do, brother? What you gonna do, big man? Jimmy Hart, I thank you. I don't mind telling you, if anything happens out there to Hogan, I'm certain with the presence of Dennis Rodman at the door, he'll rebound. Tony, Bobby, gentlemen, let's get back to you. And students, we wrap up this chapter with Fall Brawl 95. WCW champion Hulk Hogan, U.S. champion Sting, Randy Savage, and Lex Luger defeated Ming, the Zodiac Kamala, and the Shark with Kevin Sullivan, the Dungeon of Doom, in a War Games matchup. Zodiac submitted to Hogan's Camel Clutch. Hogan's team wore camouflage face paint for the matchup. Well, you know something, Hulkamaniacs? Tomorrow night in Asheville, North Carolina, we're going to war, brother. And everybody knows that Hulk Hogan's team is ready, man. You know, I'm not worried about Vader going AWOL because I get that Lex Luger who's right on the edge. We don't know where he's coming from, so that means... Hulk Hogan's team of the Macho Man and Sting will be right on the edge. When we're in a steel cage against all the members of the Dungeon of Doom, we're going to be fine-tuned and we're going to be ready for war. Don't worry about Hulk Hogan and my team of Luger, Sting, and the Macho Man. But, you know, just like Amelda Marcos has shoes in her closet, Hulk Hogan's got more motorcycles than she's got shoes. You know the ribbon bike? might be appropriate for this occasion because we could rip people apart, but I don't think so. You know, the theme of Hulkamania with the title bit on the line is a nice touch, but that's not fitting for the occasion. And then everybody knows that Hulk Hogan with the largest pythons in the world is bad to the bone, brother. But that's not what War Games is all about. When I come putting into Asheville, North Carolina, I'm going to be on my favorite motorcycle, the Black Beauty, that all the little teeny Hulkamaniacs gave me a few months ago. By far, my favorite ride, brother. By far, the baddest Harley Davidson around, dudes. So in Asheville, North Carolina, when you see the Black Beauty outside the building, you know the Hulkamaniacs are ready for war, brothers, because war games, the most dangerous match in the WCW, with Hulk Hogan's team, a Luger Sting, the Macho Man, and the Maniac himself on the edge, brother, with a camouflage. Anything goes in the cage. Kevin Sullivan and your dungeon of goons, brother, will pay the price. And if things go my way, brother, the last five minutes will be dedicated 
to the demise of Kevin Sullivan, brother. Because after I get you alone in the cage, I'm going to bring my black beauty, my brand new Harley Davidson, into the arena. And as I tie you to the tire, I'm going to drag you round and round the town of Asheville, North Carolina, brother. And when all's said and done, when the Dungeon of Doom is gone, when War Games is over, and Sullivan's laying at my feet, the final dark cloud, brother, the giant, the one that says my future is etched in stone, will come calling at my door. I know he will, brother. And when the giant comes after Hulk Hogan, when war games are said and done, the light, the power of the red and yellow, a Hulkamania will live forever. So what you gonna do, Dungeon of Doom, when Hulk Hogan, Sting Macho, and the Luger, my band of maniacs in war games, run wild on you! Around this time, it's when we saw Vader go AWOL in WCW as he departed for the World Wrestling Federation. Hogan assaulted Sullivan for several minutes until the giant appeared after the matchup, tossed referee Randy Anderson aside, climbed in the cage, and attacked Hogan from behind. The giant then choked the champion and wrenched his neck before he and Sullivan left ringside, with Sting, Luger, Savage, and Hart and the trainer tending to Hogan in the ring as the show went off the air. The Giant was billed as the son of the late great Andre the Giant. So as we're coming to the latter portion of 1995, WSW was hoping to ride high with Hulkamania. At first it was well received, but after a few pay-per-views gone by, title defenses and feuds, Hulkamania started to seem stale in WCW, a change needed to be made. The answer Eric Bischoff and company thought would be the giant coming to attack Hulk Hogan to relive the Andre versus Hulk feud that was so popular at WrestleMania 3. That would take us to Halloween Havoc and the monster truck brawl between the giant and Hulk Hogan. We flash forward to that meeting between Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff knew that something needed to change for WCW. Perhaps feeling his back against the wall during this meeting, Eric Bischoff mentioned something that should be done that he never thought would take place. A suggestion, a strategy that would change professional wrestling forever. On the next chapter of WCW 101, we see the debut of WCW Monday Nitro competing directly against the World Wrestling Federation for the very first time two wrestling organizations will compete against each other on prime time television promotional consideration paid for by the following Tune in Premium has all the radio you want for $7.99 a month that's all the radio you want for $7.99 a month That means every single Major League Baseball game, every single NFL game, the most massive collection of commercial-free radio stations in the world, over 5.5 million podcasts, and unlimited access to 40,000 audiobooks. Download the TuneIn Radio app for a free 7-day trial of TuneIn Premium. TuneIn Premium. Boundless audio. You're listening to the Retro Wrestling Podcast, Beyond the Bell. You can listen to Beyond the Bell on iTunes, Player.fm, the SNS Radio Network, Podbay.fm, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, 
and our official website, btbcast.com. Connect socially on Facebook and Twitter at btbcast. Watch retro videos on our official YouTube channel, btbcast network. Questions, comments, and suggestions can be sent to contact at btbcast.com. Go old school with Beyond the Bell. Well, my old school fans, get ready because Chapter 9 covers the historical beginning of the Monday Night War and the debut of WCW Monday Nitro. What else can I say? The beginning of the war next week. Chapter 9 on Beyond the Bell. Content courtesy of Soli's Vintage Wrestling, the Mid-Atlantic Gateway, Legacy of Wrestling, DDT Digest, and the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, as well as the PW Torch. Audio courtesy of YouTube, High Spots, the WWE Network, WWE DVD releases, the rise and fall of WCW, and the history of the World Heavyweight Championship. So my old school family, we close the book on Chapter 8, and we look ahead to the ninth chapter. The Monday Night War begins on the next edition of Beyond the Bell. Until then, this is your old school host, Sean Beckerman, signing off. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Bell. Remember to always keep it old school, my friends.